Do you ever wonder why some podcasts are so successful? Do you wish that you could replicate the success of some of the top podcasts? So do we. And we believe there is no harm in asking. So we're questioning everything about how podcasts are produced, hosted, and monetized. No harm in asking. I'm Eric Byron. And I'm Michael Kerr, always willing to share my opinion. We review podcasts and look for clues to why some make it big and some don't make it at all. This week, we'll be reviewing Storytime with Seth Rogen. This podcast is sponsored by Colab.me, the free-to-use platform for interview planning, preparation, and collaboration. All right, this is going to be a fun one, Mike, because... Sorry, I kind of twisted your arm into doing this review. So why was this so painful for you? Oh, 25 minutes of my life that I'll never get back. Um, why was it so painful? Well, I mean, I you know, right off the bat, I really enjoyed these story-themed podcasts. Yeah. I, I think, how can you go wrong? How can you go wrong? I mean, comedian with a comedian interviewing another stories. comedian telling a story. This should be a winner 99 times out of 100. Every comedian should have, or almost every person should have that one, you know, this is it, right? Tell me your best story, right? We've seen other podcasts with this theme. And, and as I say, I, I think in almost all cases, they are really, really good. Um, story worthy. We did the story worthy was right? the first one we did. And she's done, you know, hundreds and hundreds yeah, Christine and Blackburn. hundreds of episodes where it's basically give me your best story um, with a little bit of intro. And the ones we listen to, at least with, Christine Blackburn, the stories were really good. And were they embellished? Absolutely. Were they, you know, was there a lot of laughing going on? Absolutely. And so the same elements here just didn't seem to work on this particular one. And so let me say that this isn't the only one I listened to. I listened to uh, um, another story with um, uh, one of the musicians from uh, the, well, not the Grateful Dead, but uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. And they interviewed, okay. uh, you know, um, John Crosby. And it was quite good. Oh, wait. It reminds me, we didn't actually say which episode. All right, which one are we sense. doing? <laughs> We're doing Gambas. Gambas, yeah, that's yes. right. Gambas with, uh, with Joe Monta and his wife. Kylie, right? Kylie, yes. yes. Telling this story about their trip to Spain. But nevertheless, if I go back to my, Your other, story. my other Crosby one, um, you know, that was quite well done. You know, it was a good story. It was about uh, him writing a song. Um, with, uh, you know, George Harrison as an influence. So that was a really interesting story. I've listened to him before. He's a very pleasant man to listen to. And Seth was able to tie in a lot of, okay. you know, personal So you're aspects. not condemning the whole series. So I'm not series. condemning the whole series. But, <laughs> but I think what we want to focus on on this one today is if somebody tells you a story, you call up, you're, you know, you're early on in your podcasting days. Uh, like, Which he is. Like Seth is. You know, you, uh, you call up a couple of your, you know, you, what do you do, right? You do what we all do, right? Call up a couple of your friends. You say, hey, would you like to come on my podcast? Tell me the best story you got. And they, they give it. And then you go, what do I do with this, right? And well, what does Seth, you know, so what does he do, right? Yeah. Well, so he tries to make it exciting, right? He, he, so they tell this story about them going to Spain and that they you know, get in this car and they're driving it around and it's a stick shift and he's not very good at it. <laughs> and, 
and then he realizes that it's really hard to get around the town because there's all these barriers. <coughs> and then they realize that the barriers can go up and down at the press of a button. <coughs> you just have to ask the local kids. Like, do after it two hours. After like circling. two hours. Yeah. So then finally they end up at some restaurant. The spaghetti tastes like chicken soup. <coughs> And then that's really funny. <laughs> and then they put some salt on it, <laughs> and it's like makes it way better. And the story is basically over. I mean, this yeah. is just you know, this is just an unfortunately poor story. And then poor Seth tries to wrap it up in a big bow by saying, "Well, we recorded these separately, and there was you know tremendous overlap on like two aspects." And then <laughs> he goes, "It's a love story because they remembered the same thing." And eventually they went on to get married. And it's just the most beautiful thing that has ever occurred since, you know, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Um, and, and it was just a huge stretch, in my opinion, to, to tie this together. And the fact that I had to endure this story that, quite frankly, was not very good. And so the lesson is, you know, what do you do? Do you throw it in and go, oh, yeah, well, OK, I just chalk this one up to, uh, you know, I can't tell Joe and that it was awful. I'm just going to go for, I'm publish it. And we'll move on to the next one. Or do you go, oh, you know, I just can't, I just can't do this one. I've, you know, I've listened to a couple of these where people have interviewed other people and it was just really poor. And I said, well, they should have thrown it away, right? But you make these promises to people, you know, what, what do you do? I mean, what do you think? Yeah, what, I, what do you, well, what, how do you make, how do you make the decision right. whether to keep it or throw it away? So first of all, um, <laughs> I'll say, I don't think this one was a throwaway. I won't say it was one of his best episodes, but I don't feel nearly as strongly okay. about it as you do. So and that's why we love doing this, right? And why we do this together because our opinions don't have to align necessarily. So I didn't hate it. Okay. I thought it was a little over the top, a little forced, trying to make it funnier than right. it really was. I think was. he was forced to make it funny. Yep. Like he was forced to laugh. <laughs> and you know, when you're a comedian, you know, so he puts on these these you yeah. know, fake chuckles through the whole thing to <laughs> try and you know make it sound oh, yeah. like it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I think that was just a little bit contrived, and so um, that made it really tough. Yeah. Now he uses a lot of things to try and make it exciting, right? I mean, we talk about you know we talk about production value, oh, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, production. That's what you need to make your podcast. Oh, sound great. effects. Oh, Music. you need to go offline and tell people what's going on on the side. And you bring in the dun 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 music to dramatize it up. Yep. Seth does it all. Like I don't think he left. He threw the kitchen sink at yeah. this podcast. I kept thinking I was in a western saloon Holy, with the piano I mean, I music. Know. Yeah, but again, maybe I'm just easier <laughs> to laugh. I, uh, I I enjoy comedy. I actually like Seth's style of comedy. Although you know, caution to our viewers here: um, if you do go listen to this one. Yeah. If you're sensitive, he yeah. cusses a lot, right? He is Mr. F-bomb. Yeah. Um, this is a, seems quite common with the comedians, right? They are very liberal in their choice of words. Well, not um, all comedians, but not you're, all, you're right. But, but yes, this is a fairly common thing. So we don't use such colorful language generally, <laughs> but, uh, but Seth does regularly and his guests do also. So just be aware of that if you're going to listen in on this one. But uh, generally speaking, I enjoy enjoy him and some of his sense of humor. Uh, I have listened to several of his episodes and I did enjoy them 
generally, right? Okay. It's one of those where you just have to put yourself in that mood to go, I'm not going to overthink this. I'm just going to let myself laugh. And so and did enjoy you find that he story. used a lot of the production type of, you know, so again, so that he used a lot of different things that we've seen in uh, other podcasts. So yeah. the one thing is where you, you basically stop the, you know, and he recorded this separately. So he, yep. has a, he had a lot of ability to add a lot of different types of elements. Right. Two interviews with so each two elements. them. That's right. right. So four interviews to put this one podcast together. Um, so a lot of editing and, say, music and theming. And then he interjects right. some so pieces he, in he, there. He consistently um, comes on and tries yeah. to, un, you know, comment about the two of them and that, you know, yeah. that this is why it's interesting or funny. And then a lot of this eclectic music that try and and sound effects you know and to try and drum up this story into like that it's again it's the yeah, greatest yeah. story What's ever his, published his one creative thing story time story time yeah and he does this multiple times um in there and uh, again it's I know he's just trying to add his own little flair and entertainment performance to it. Um, but those, I do agree with you there. Those are the elements where he's clearly kind of overreaching, yeah. right? He's trying to make this funny. And and I do get this dilemma of, and, and we all do it, right? You were new podcast. You're going to, you know, you're interviewing your brother and your yeah. uncle and, you know, your neighbor and anybody who's willing to come on, right, be on the, on the show. And so, um, but you do have that dilemma at times, right? You've done one and it's just, oh my God, you know, this was the most monotone, boring thing I've ever yeah. heard, right? And what do you do with it, right? Now, to me, if you're a professional, <laughs> you got to, suck it up and say hey yeah well i think you know, he edited Dad, i think I'm he sorry, edited i think he edited the crap yeah. out of it to try and see if he could sell it, it if he yeah. could salvage it and yeah. and that was that was the takeaway yeah. for me if there was anything that i enjoy, i enjoyed you know they they came across as very normal people you know you you, you think that yeah. these people are you know there's uh, you know joe rogan and he's been in all these movies uh, and you know i mean this guy's done a lot of movies dozens of Not movies joe rogan joe man oh <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, why did we start Seth talking about Rogan. Joe Rogan? Yeah, yeah, we should have been doing that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Seth Rogan. You, you combined their names. Thank you. So, uh, so Seth Rogan, obviously done many, yeah, many, yes. many, many movies. Uh, and then I'm, I was not that familiar with Joe Manta, but he uh, apparently is, uh, you know, a, a producer in Hollywood. He's done a number of yeah. uh, television shows. Oh, that's right. He did the... Um, oh, The Good Place. The Good Place. Yeah, yeah. yeah you love the, I love that You show. love The Good Place. Yeah, it's a little weird, but, um, but yeah, so Joe Mandy, yeah, he wrote and produced that show. Four seasons. Yeah. And, um, I don't think he did every one. I think he did a handful. I, he was listed as the producer. So really? All, of all of them? The, yeah, writer-producer. That was I think he did. I think. I don't think he did. I, I think he well, did nobody does all of them. No, but no, I, think I agree. he had some oversight over all of it. Yeah. Nevertheless. my impression. Yeah. So, but, but again, you think these people live, you know, glamorous lives in Hollywood, and they came across as very ordinary people driving their, you know, stick shift rental through the yeah. streets of... Uh, whatever Barcelona yeah. or wherever the hell they were. Well, and she, right? She works for. Oh, the she works SPCA. for the SPCA. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. these people were very yeah. you saving know. puppies. <laughs> it was really funny too. Yes. <laughs> so, nevertheless, I mean, I enjoyed the fact that they seem to have come across as very down to earth, you know, everyday people, and it, it, in that respect, it sort of gave me an insight, some insight into their lives, and I, 
you know, that was one takeaway that I kind of enjoyed. Yeah. It was sort of like, yeah, we're just talking to right. ordinary people about their ordinary vacations. Well, that the said, I red think you should flag, though, because you also started you know, talking about, right, comedians, interviewing comedians, tell me your best story, yeah. you know, really funny thing. It was kind of a red flag at the beginning of this one when he asked Joe and Kylie how often they tell this story, <laughs> and they said never, right? Like they'd never told yeah. this story before because every time they bring it up people go oh that story sucks <laughs> right, right? <laughs> i don't know you know yes that should have been a red flag for seth too it's like well you know what the, the sad you're thing a is comedian the sad thing is when they're when they're it when, works yeah when they're 80 they're gonna be telling this story and just you know they're just gonna be t- telling this story over and over and over again and their grandkids are gonna be going oh grandpa well, please please or not because they're gonna listen to this podcasting well go, i hope maybe oh, that. yeah that story didn't really work Maybe um, Seth will. It wasn't maybe Seth will delete. We'll delete that episode after we. Uh, yeah. So he only has nine episodes. Let's yeah. just talk a little bit about that because this is another kind of interesting thing for me with some of these celebrities, right? And there's no ads on this. I think he simply does this. Is kind of killing time in between movies yep. or whatever, right? So he's been in forty-five something movies already, and three this year in twenty twenty-two. He's already had three movies. So he hasn't done a podcast episode this year. I think he's taking a break. Is he going to come back? I don't know. But my sense is that this was something that a lot of celebrities are doing these podcasts um, because their publicists, their agent or whatever is saying, well, we got to have some content from you. We got to have something out there. If you're in between, you know, let's do a podcast. Find the funniest people you can and, you know, as you pointed out, right? This should be a winner 99.9% of the time. Can't go wrong. Seth Rogen with his comedian friends telling funny stories. Yeah, it should work. It, it, should, it should work, work every work. time. Right. So, so I think he, you know, he's just... Yeah, he's, he's learning. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I think media. we all have this issue, yeah. right? You and I are having, you know, we're trying to figure out how to pull this off. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think maybe he's just busy doing those Vancouver uh, transit ads. Uh, I think that, that got... In, <laughs> For those of us who are Canadian, that uh, that got a lot of traction. Um, yeah. So I think you're right. I mean, yeah. I'm sure he's a busy guy. Right. Which uh, is a good point, because I can't believe you were picking on yeah, Seth yeah. Rogen, and I, he's I a can't Canadian. He is um, Canadian. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not picking him. I mean, I, I fully support... I support all podcasters who are trying to, you know, who are trying who to are up Canadian. their... Who are yes. trying to up their game. Um, <laughs> at what point do you cut bait and decide, you know, this is this yeah. one's not going to work? Because this theme should, should work. Like, I, I would tell any upcoming podcaster if you've got a little bit of fame and a little bit of you know and some contact especially in the in the comedic hollywood acting industry you should be able to pull this off this tell me your best story or tell me your best what story you know yeah. career story you know you can this can apply to hundreds of, of things yeah. you know you whatever well, your industry is christine blackburn story worthy turned this into yeah. 800 episodes right of of c-list celeb you know so publicists and pr people yeah, and a lot of writers you know writers and, comedians i mean these are not yeah. a, typically not a-listers these are people that you yeah. know work various jobs in hollywood that's her that's her you know target market yeah. and and she she wins on it so you know seth is a little bit different you know what you know who's going to listen to this right he's got a lot of competition don't get me wrong with you know the Conan O'Briens of the world, I mean that's kind of the oh, yeah. realm that you're in, right? Where you're where you've got where you're a comedian, got a little bit of you know maybe not you don't have yeah. as much interview experience, but right. you certainly have. That's where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, I think he should be able to pull this off. Right. I think just a little bit more experience. I would cut down on the production, 
again, you know, we I like I like I like right, production. Right. You know, I I like a little bit of music. Uh, I'm not against you know. You know, interject. Well, I like transitions and you know musical or yeah. Or there's a lot of good, you know, but you've cues, got right, that's yeah. right. But the 1930 horror film, dun dun dun. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on, like how many times can you play that to try and drum up the fact that this is going to be some huge suspenseful, uh, you know, part of the story? And then be let down because and then really be let down because it was it wasn't it was not funny at all. At all. So yeah. salt, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> salt, this yes. was, yes, this, was this, this entire story rel- culminated in the fact that if yeah. you add salt to something that well this it was some better. huge revelation that nobody yes. had consumed salt before you put a little on you know well, this no, Kylie hadn't oh well she was not familiar with the use of salt on I don't want to have maybe you know that, I don't yeah. know anything about Kylie yeah. maybe yeah anyway, salt was yeah. A, something rare in, in the, her household but, but I think Seth has got there's a yeah. real opportunity here yeah. again this this All can right. be a winner you know, you bring in your, you bring in some of your friends, yeah. but you got to say, you know, first of all, you've got to, you've got to know how to embellish the story. So, and well, they he tried should, hard. He, they tried hard, but even <laughs> Seth laughing, you know, at, at every turn was not enough to turn this into a funny story. But for you, know, you I, I don't think me. everybody would agree. Um, this was a funny story. Are you telling me like, I'm, I'm confused. Is that there, what you're there saying? Were some, there were some parts that were funny. Anyway, I do want to also give him credit though, for making the and he does this consistently from the ones I listen to, the story really is the center of the podcast. So this was one of our criticisms, if you will, of, of Christine Blackburn was, you know, it's called story worthy and it's about the story, but you don't get the story until like 20 minutes in, yeah. right? A lot of chit chat and blah, 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 blah. And, um, and then you get the story, but yeah. she makes you wait for it. The story hardly feels like the main element, but Seth, Really makes it about the story. Yep. From the very beginning, he, he you know he plugs the story. He introduces you know whose story it is, and then they get right into the story. Yeah, and the and the whole podcast is really wrapped around the story. So I did appreciate that. In contrast. I agree. I think that was um, yeah. that was all well done. And I mean, I mean, I think there were a, a number of good takeaways from this, right? I mean, yeah. I think I think the production, although it was overproduced. I think there was some potential to add real value into this story. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, I, I think he does really like his guests. I mean, I, I, I've listened to other people. You know, the best people do, you know, there is a connection. Yep. Um, and I think if you can really, if that shines through, there's real potential there. I yeah. Think, I think Seth has that. I encourage many people to go down this route. I think there's, you think that, you think it's not, I mean, it's not overused. I mean, you know, we, we, we look at a lot of podcasts, but this yeah. story, while we have seen, you know, a handful of people do this, yeah. um, you know, it's not, it's not overused. So I, 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 think, I think there's still opportunity to use this strategy. And, uh, and you can embellish it. I'm okay with embellishment. I'm okay with, you know, twisting the truth a little bit just for the, the humor element. Um, oh, absolutely. You know, that's, that's gotta, where it can all go. Yeah. You're comedians, you know, drum it up. You know, I think they could have worked this story. If two comedians had gone at this story... And they tried to turn it in, as I said before, turn it into a love story or something, because I think that's all he had. But I think there was potential maybe to make this, uh, you know, to do something with this. Okay. Well, let's let's leave it there for now with, with Seth Rogen. We may revisit this, and he, you know, later comes back. With, yeah, let's with hope. Some, I'm willing to yeah. come back with Seth and see whether or yeah. not he's, maybe he's learned. I, right. I hope he yeah. learned something. And uh, I, I mean, I think he's, I think he's done the right thing. Fits, yep. it, it ticks all the boxes for, yeah. for Seth Rogen. So I, yep. I hope he sticks okay. with it.
All right, before we go on this one, Michael, I want to talk about titles. This is something we hone in on. We think that, you know, a little effort, some great catchy titles is really good to help uh, promote your, your podcast and get people to listen to each episode, right? So, Seth, on this one, I don't know. All right, so this one was just called Gambas. Gambas. Do you know what Gambas are? I have absolutely no idea what gambas are but right. we learned well you learned yeah. on the show yes so a couple other examples keep in mind he's only got nine All episodes right. he's got one called ugly joke one called hey me and one called let's go terrible yeah these were these were really story time story time yeah i mean these are these are pretty lame. Yeah, I don't know what he's yeah. thinking. I don't know whether, you know, SEO really matters. But um, in this case, I agree. You, you need to draw me in with the titles. If you're interviewing a famous person, I would put their name in the title. There's absolutely no reason why, you know, uh, Joe doesn't have his name in there. Um, you know, Joe Mandy uh, yeah. and wife. Maybe that was the difficulty. I don't know what you put. I I think you can put her name, you know, yeah, honestly, just even put her, if, name. Yeah. put her name, put his name. He's, he's enough of a, of a fame of a draw. And then, yeah, you could have done lost in Spain, you know, Joe Mandy lost in Spain, you know, tell me something about the story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what, what Gombas is. And, you know, that part of the story was, you know, where they wouldn't eat the prawns because they had, you know, you and I, we live in Hong Kong. I mean, everything has a head, right? So we're not, <laughs> yeah. we're not, we're, used we're to not pulling perturbed. The heads off. I mean, yeah. that doesn't bother us. Yeah. Right? Oh, more, the more heads, the better. You know, I, I'm disappointed. <laughs> it doesn't have fresh. two heads. Yeah. You know, more heads, the better. That's right. So the fact that they couldn't eat, you know, prawns with the head on and rip them off um, was kind of a shocking thing. So yeah. uh, I'd like to see some more creativity there in the title for sure. Yeah. For all the effort he puts into the production and producing and editing exactly. and sound effects and music and stuff. Just throw just, some more words in right, there. Right, yeah. Just spend a little more effort on the Tell titles. me what the story's about and why I should listen. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We don't want to beat him up too much on that. <laughs> and Seth, call me. I We can help you. Exactly. Okay? Call me. <laughs> I'll give you my 416 number. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. So um, that's our review of Storytime with Seth Rogen. We have many more podcast reviews coming, uh, one each week. So please subscribe so you never miss a review. You've been listening to No Harm in Asking with Michael Kerr and Eric Byron. Thanks for listening. If you'd like us to review your podcast, please let us know. This podcast is sponsored by Colab.me, the free-to-use platform for interview planning, preparation, and collaboration. (laughs) 